if we're going to be that professional, then we have to take action for our own lives so that we can be that guide for other people. All right. Welcome, everybody. My name is Chad Corbett. For those of you that may not know me, I'm the founder of Magnum Opus Project, creator of these courses and others. And today, these are my favorite calls. So there's a lot of currency in business, a lot of KPIs. How many leads did you produce? How many dollars did you make? How many courses did you sell? The one that matters most to me is how much of an impact did I make? And that's what drives me every day. I hit financial independence, thought I would give up. I thought I would just take the easy life and go be on vacation. And what I learned about myself is I really love teaching and I love contributing and I like to see the impact and I like to see it in your business and I like to see it at the consumer level. And I like to tell these stories. So today you have one of your peers who's generous enough with her time to share her experience after becoming a certified probate real estate specialist through MTI, a certified probate expert through Probate Mastery, and most recently graduated, one of the few early adopters and, and action takers of the new course EARN. So she is highly, she highly values education and keeping a high bar for herself professionally in the probate space. And she's getting surprise. She's getting a positive result. She's getting the result that everybody wants. So I wanted to have Susan come share her experience, having taken both of these courses, especially jumping on the earn course very early and completing the earn course really early and putting that into action. So Susan, welcome to the community. And thank you so much for being willing to share today. Thank you, Chad, for inviting me to come on with you. It's an honor. So hopefully I can... Yeah inspire people to get their certification and get going with it. Let's give them some context. So let's tell them about your business. Like, who are you? Where do you, where do you come from? What is it that you do? What do you primarily focus on? So I've been residential sales since 2014. My first license was in Washington state and I worked in the Seattle, the greater Seattle and East side market up there. And it's always been a seller's market for me. I bounced around at different companies, just trying to find my niche and then in 2019, at the tail end of it, I moved, I relocated to California and it's been pretty good, you know, hit or miss. Uh, I joined the company who they provided leads and they were okay and all that, but, you know, I just never really felt fulfilled completely just being like a cog in the wheel and just answering the phone. Like it just didn't, it didn't serve my higher purpose, which, cause I love serving the community and before even real estate, I was a dental hygienist for 25 years and I worked for the Navy as a civilian hygienist. And so I have a lot of like one-on-one -on -one interaction with people and I, I gravitate towards the older clientele. I have values that I can align with. They're just really great people who don't really have people looking out for them. And so I always felt like an advocate for them in any way that I could. And then in 2021, though, I had an opportunity to go to law school. So now I'm a second year law student as well. <laughs> so um, and, yeah, so, so I'm trying to combine all of my knowledge and skill set into one kind of package where people can come and get all of their solutions met, whether it be real estate sales or, you know, in the probate space on the legal side of it. So that's, that's my story <laughs> in a nutshell. Nice. So yeah. I think we may need to start a sub-community within the community because one of the really cool things that I've seen happen since we kind of blended the population of attorneys, investors, and agents 
is we have several investors and agents who have now been so inspired that they're in law school. Nina Grayson, if you haven't met her, isn't that far from you. She's in the LA market. She is the most recent one. She jumped in. She's in her first semester of law school. But the inspiration was really these conversations and the realization holy crap, these people really do need help and I can serve at a higher level. So you you might want to reach out to all the others in of state professionals mastermind, anyone who has been inspired to go to law school to serve at a higher level. You guys should get together and you know have a, a little community within the community because it's growing. Like more people are feeling that. I'm really curious having being, I'm assuming about halfway through your law school curriculum, do you think you're headed toward elder care, planning, administration? Like what do you think? Yeah, and my heart's telling me that that's where I need to go. I This summer, I did an internship with a probate attorney. And so I worked on partition cases and trusts and wills, that kind of thing. So estate planning, probates, trusts, and elder care. I think that's where my wheelhouse is going to be because there's a lot of people. It's so surprising to me that they just don't know and they don't know what they don't know. And so I I don't know. I just can't handle <laughs> how some of the people in the industry, you know, how they how they treat their clients. And I just don't like that. And my, and my parents are getting older, too. And so, you know, I'm I'm their only daughter. Well, I have a brother, too, but he's out of the country. And so I'm it. And so I feel like, you know, because I'm having to help them take care of some of the stuff, they don't know what questions to ask or whatever, like I step in. And so it feels really natural for me to be in that role. Yeah. So I had earlier this afternoon, you, you know, of a state exec, the software that we've integrated in the, the earn course, Dan Stickle, who is the CEO of that company, the founder and CEO, he's Harvard educated, lots of experience in software. What led him to create the leading estate management software and in, in I guess in the world at this point was the experience of going through this with his aging parents. And we had a long conversation. Unfortunately, I don't think we were even recording that, but just about the need. I love this community so much because it's an interesting intersection of software, law, real estate, investing, brokerage, property management. And it's it's really coming into its own like as, as a place. So one of the things we're working on is a directory where regardless of why you're here, why you're part of this community, you actually have an opportunity to say, here's who I am and what value I can provide. So we'll be able to share real estate referrals among CPEs. We'll be able to say, hey, in Des Moines, Iowa, this is the, you know, an estate sale company that's been vetted through this community. We know that they're more leaning in the benevolent side and one of our members trusted them. So call them. So the really neat thing is seeing the need be filled. That's one of the things I set out in 2013. I sat down and said, what are you building? Why are you building it? Who do you need to help you? Those simple questions I ask myself. And the why for me was consumer impact because I was in one city, similar to you, dropped into a city, knew nobody, didn't even have that state real estate license yet. And I quickly found myself gravitating toward the probate clients. And they were the most grateful like clients I've ever had. They didn't fight you on stuff. You didn't have to compete with 94 people. They just were so glad that they had somebody they could trust. So that I thought, you know, in, in my own kind of vision exercise, I'm like, how can I scale this? Like, there's no way I can serve 3,149 counties as a practitioner. So it's really, really good for my heart to see that this has is every day becoming more and more of a national community with people like yourself, people who not only you buy my real estate course, you're going to freaking law school because you've committed to this and to helping these people. And that is 
so cool to have people like you in the community. So you're a great resource and thanks for being here. So let's talk about this, this hard transition. I'm sure it wasn't easy to leave an established marketplace where you had a good book of, of you know, yourself. It sounds like your sell side business was healthy, but for lifestyle reasons, you said, Hey, I'm, I'm moving 2,500 miles away to start over. So for anyone who might be new to this conversation or afraid to jump in that thinks it's just too much for them to accomplish. Like I have a similar story. I left Maui where I had a median price of 1.35 million selling ski front beachfront to rich people and moved to a city where the median price was 140 and I didn't know a soul. But I was able to become, I think in the first year I had 52 closings and most of those were probate deals. So let's hear that story. Like how hard was it to just step in completely new to a market, but using this expertise you've built, how, how easy did it make it? Well, I don't, I didn't have that, that big of a success my first year. So, but it, I had my California license in 2017. My oldest child was down here for school and, and I thought it would be beneficial for me to get my real estate license here. And what I, what I ended up doing for a little bit was helping, I was a liaison between the university and the parents who have their children, you know, living out of state and they needed somebody that they can trust to help them find places to live outside of the dormitories. And so I was the liaison because the school, they couldn't handle all the parents and all that stuff. So I was doing that, but I was still living up in Seattle. So I was flying back and forth and it was just so crazy. So finally, I just decided, you know, I'm just going to move down here. And I joined a company that actually provided leads, not probate leads, but just regular leads. They could just, they could be any any price point in any city. And, you know, if I picked up the phone, then, and I got the call, then I would go meet them. So it was, it, it was good for what it was, but then when I found the probate mastery and then the earn program and then the other probate stuff, I just really gravitated towards that because that that's where my heart is. I, you know, I'm surrounded by wealth. Like there's so much wealth around here. It's crazy. People they can, they can buy whatever they want here, but those aren't the clients that I really like working with because the, I don't know. I just say maybe it's the ones that I've met. I'm sure they're not all like this, but you know, I, I, I want to be a partner in their process and not somebody that they look down upon. If that makes any sense, like there's just something different about their mindset. And I, and I just don't like that. So, so I keep Gravity. I, would, I would summarize that as you want to be an advisor, not a servant, right? Yeah, that's it. An advisor, you know, but being new to the area, they all have their advisors. And so, you know, it's a little tough to, to break into to that market. And I didn't even want to try really. So, you know, if I got the calls and it happened to be somebody like that, great. But my focus is really helping people who need help and, you know, working for this attorney, this past summer. Actually, I started back in February and I'm still kind of doing some work for him. You know, that we, and we do some pro bono work too. And, and the people that, that come to him with their problems, like they really have problems and they, they don't know what to do. And so to be that, that, you know, sound logical voice for them and to help them see the bigger picture and then how how to accomplish these tasks to to get to the overarching goal whatever it is for them you know that that to me is more meaningful for sure 
And, and the people are really appreciative. Like you said, they just, so, they're so grateful for, <laughs> to find someone that can help them understand the legal documents and just the process. And, you know, that, that, that says something more than I'm with ABC real estate. I did the X number of deals last year and I can, I'm the best listing agent in all of, all of Irvine. When can I come over? When can I see the house? Yeah. Like, that's not it like actually that. says, what is it that you need? Yeah. I mean, the way that I look at real estate is, you know, everyone's got a, a problem. Like if you want to buy a new car, you go to the car dealership and, and you buy a car. Like the, it's the commodity, like the house isn't the issue. It's the, all the stuff surrounding it is what, what the real issue is. And it just happens to be that they need to unload this asset or they need to buy that car or whatever. So it just happens to be that thing. But if you take away the thing, this problems are still there and how to navigate through that. There's not a lot of people that can help with that. So, so you got started kind of reaching out to the families and you found some success there. Tell us why you saw an opportunity, like why earn was attractive to you and why you saw that as an opportunity. And also, what you've done with it in the short time that it's been here. Like we teach in probate mastery, build a referral network, but we didn't go really deep. Like with earn, this is how the exact, how you do it. So how would you compare and contrast and what percentage of your current business or the conversations are coming from the families versus the attorneys now? Wow. Well, I think, you know, the probate mastery is great because it gives you the, the general, like, this is what you need to do, but it's the mindset too. So if you're going in looking at it, like, oh, this is going to be a great, easy niche I can just get into because no one's doing it. And that's the wrong mindset and it's going to backfire, I think. So for me, I got the probate mastery because I wanted to set myself apart, you know, from other agents who say they can do all that stuff, but they don't really know how to do it. And so I, I need to, for the clients, like when you're searching online, they need to just see something and then they can do more research and dig into that particular person, agent, you know, whoever they're looking at. And I just love the education part of it because I love to learn. And then, so when the urn came out, I thought, oh, this is, this is even better. It's, everybody knows a real estate agent. You throw a rock and you hit seven real estate agents. Like it's crazy. The barrier to get a real estate license is, you know, not that hard, right? So people get it and they think they can make a quick buck or whatever. But so the, having the earn program was another feather in my cap because then I can approach these attorneys and you know, have some professionalism behind my belt. And like I put it on my drawing. I'm really curious, having taken the earn course, as well as being part of a law school curriculum, how much of that is actually taught in law school? How, how often do instructors actually talk about the real life struggles of an attorney as a small business owner versus just the law? Like, well, do, yeah. do you feel like Am I right in thinking that's just left out of the curriculum in law school? Because so many attorneys seem to just be stuck and not know how to scale out of it. And that was a big objective of mine with the earned course. Mm -hmm. How can we get more referrals for real estate agents, but also get these attorneys to be more efficient and, and grow their own firms? So I'm curious if they've taught you anything in law school about that. Well, the instructors that I have, the professors, they're mostly adjunct professors. And I go to Trinity Law School and they've got a great 
online program, which is so awesome. And so the teachers, the professors, they can either be in California or elsewhere in the country. And they, they teach us about their real life practice. They'll interject how their practices, and they all seem to be busy. There's attorneys that are more general practice and they do everything towards criminal property contracts, whatever, they'll do all that. And then there are some that are really specific and they only do constitutional law or their trial and litigators. So everyone seems to be busy. They're very busy. (laughs) So it seems realistic to me that if I do branch out and start my own company, that I could be busy, but that's not what I want to do. Not right out the gate. Because of the EARN program and with my real estate background, I think the combination, it's not that common to have both. I think there are there are some, but I don't run into a lot of agents who are also attorneys or attorneys who are also agents. So to be that liaison, right, where I can drum up business for the attorneys and then they can in turn help me with the business too. So I think it's a symbiotic relationship that could happen. And I haven't sent out any mailers or anything like that. I just kind of go to networking events and position myself. Like if I know a certain attorney will be there, if they're especially a probate attorney, I'll make sure that I'm going to those events. I mean, I don't even really have my business cards yet with all my certifications on it. I know that I have it. And then that gives me the confidence that I need when I go out there and I'm interacting with attorneys or other agents. So I love that. And I, I want to underscore and congratulate you because so many people in my career of training and coaching, so many people are like, well, I'm going to get started as soon as I get this flyer done or as soon as I get this web page up or I got to get business cards or this and this. And, and those are just crutches. They're convenient excuses to not admit the fear of rejection and why you're not actually meeting people face to face. So it's it's really good to hear you say that. I completely gave up business cards in 2016 or 17. I quit getting them printed because it forces it forces me to make a memorable impression on whomever it is I want to call me back. So it's kind of an accountability move to not have print collateral to lean on. It makes me create a real connection with the human that I'm trying to create a connection with. I've never had a business card close a business deal. And so now to the extent where I will actually like, you know, be like, hey, you know, grab your phone and I'll airdrop my contact card to them versus giving them a business card and I'll Mm -hmm. make it memorable. I'll make them laugh or I'll teach them something like I'll make some memorable moment. So good for you. And also, what do you think will be the next thing? Like of all of the options we gave to earn attorney referrals. It's always a work in progress. I don't know if I'll ever perfect it, but um, I don't know. I think I'll continue to just meet face to face because, well, you know, I built out LinkedIn and the social media. That's easy. That's low hanging fruit. So just, you know getting that so it's consistent across all platforms I think is really important so that the message is the same on Instagram on Facebook on LinkedIn Twitter I don't really use Twitter for work and then videos I'm going to be creating a bunch of videos just educating people really to stay out of probate because it's not a fun place to be so so I'll start with educating people who may or may not know about it who may or may not be in it and then also videos when you're in it what do you do so one of the things that I wish I think it probably needs to be a standalone course for the reasons I already expressed but one of the things you can do is build a digital course or a video library for all things estate planning so 
you know, why, if, you know, why anyone with a net worth of more than a hundred thousand really should have a living trust and what that means and bring in, like, this is a great opportunity. It's also a great thing to do inside of the Facebook community, as I suggested in, in the earned course. So bring in an estate planning attorney, bring in an elder care planning attorney, bring in a care manager, bring in a nursing home administrator and start to build that archive. Once you have that archive, it's a great library to use to attract other attorneys into your sphere of influence. So something for you to consider, you may actually take all those videos, throw them into something like Thinkific or Kajabi, and then offer them to every single person you, you make contact with, whether that's at a professional networking event or if it's consumer conversations. When I was up in Seattle, I partnered with a mortgage lender and they had a radio program. So I was their co-host and we would do, you know, we would interview. So, but yeah, I, I have my whole tripod and lights and it's all portable. I could just keep it in the trunk of my car and just have an impromptu studio wherever I am at. So what's your advice to someone who's not taking the course? Just do it. Just do it. Just set aside time, get a calendar, write it down. I mean, you got to write it down. I know people can keep things in their head or whatever, but if you write it down and then tell somebody that you're going to do it, because it's accountability, you know, if you don't have the internal motivation or the internal accountability, then get someone to help you stay focused because, you know, the course isn't that hard. It doesn't take that long. Just it, it, so beneficial to get the information and just go with it but you know you can even do it when you're in law school guys <laughs> yeah no excuses <laughs> no excuses yeah i mean whatever excuse you've got now because if i can do it then anyone can do it so and then for the people who have taken the course and they just don't know what to do with it because it's really does seem daunting. And I think a lot of people just have this inherent fear of the courthouse or lawyers and judges and clerks and anything legal. Everyone's just like, oh my gosh. But, you know, online is great because a lot of counties have things that are accessible online. They have a number you can call and people are really friendly actually when you call them. So that's not a barrier either. It's just I look at challenges and things that I'm not an expert on, but I want to be, and I don't look at it as fear. It's all mindset. When I first co-founded all the leads, I was, until it consumed me, I was trying to give a half an hour of my time to every single person who signed up. And that exposed me to thousands of real estate professionals around the country that were trying to get probate up and running in their business. And one of the things, it was the most common thing, like people being intimidated by the court, intimidated by the attorneys. They never stood a chance of talking to the family because they couldn't get out of their own way, like their mindset. So one of the things I would do is actually three-way call the probate clerk in their county. And I'm like, okay, while the phone is ringing, you need to come up with all the blind spots, all the questions you don't know the answers. And they're like, what, what do you mean? They're, they're not going to answer. And I'm like, hold on, it's ringing. And I remember doing this in San Jose, California, you know, high net worth, like, we, and we got transferred two or three times. There was actually an attorney that they had sitting there waiting for phone calls to answer legal questions. Yeah. Yeah. And I would hold people accountable to break through their own limited, limiting beliefs and mindset and be like, there you go. You literally can't think of questions to ask a probate clerk because you already know it. Now go do something with it. Yeah. And that, and then they would, but you know, you can't, that doesn't scale. I can't do that with every single person. 
like I've tried to build it into the course. Like if you can't be self-accountable, that's what a state professional's mastermind is for. You've got Susan to be here and say, Hey, I did it while going to law school. Don't tell me your excuses. What date will you have this done? Like go find yourself an accountability partner to get the result you want. The worst thing in the world is to invest in a course you never take or to take a course you never take action on. Like the probate fairy is not coming by your house. You need to go build a real relationship with an attorney. All right. Well, Susan, thank you so much for your time. I know you're extremely busy and I really appreciate you giving us the time and and, and your advice. Anything in, in you'd like to say in closing to the community? Oh, just take the course. Just do it. it it's going to change your life and it's going to give you the confidence that you need, not just in professional, but in all areas of your life, because you're creating your own future, and your own destiny, and you're not leaving it into someone else's hands. And especially if you're going to be the advocate for families, you know, to help them navigate through the probate system, you know, they're putting their trust and their life in, in your hands to help them get through this. But if we're going to be that professional, then we have to take action for our own lives so that we can be that guide for other people. So great advice. So guys, if you want to connect, Susan Chase is in a state professionals mastermind. Is that how you prefer for people to reach out after seeing this? Yeah, the mastermind's great. I've got my email, susan.chase at radiusagent.com. And the last name is spelled a little different. looks like chance without the N. And uh, phone number 949-355-5071. That's my direct line. So you guys are special because I'm giving you my direct cell phone. Other than that, no, just connect with me. I'm, I'm here for anyone who needs help with any of their real estate probate issues or just want to chat about law school or anything. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being a valuable part of our community and for being available today. Appreciate your time. And we look forward to watching you grow and celebrating when you graduate law school. We need to have a party for you and Nina when you finish up. Yeah. Where's Nina at school? Do you know? I don't, I can't remember which school she chose. She's in the Hollywood area. I don't remember which school she's going to. But yeah, I'll call yeah connect with her she's she's really enthusiastic you guys have a lot in common i think so she'll be a great connection wow thank you so much chad i really appreciated this invitation to come on with you and talk to you sure hopefully we can do more do more in the future thanks so much for your time today of course thank you have a great day you too